Why plan in life? The prior question. And the question which we'll be answering in today's episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Didn't they do this a few weeks ago? Ah, how unoriginal. Man, I think I'm going to get my dopamine elsewhere. Ah, TikTok. Yes. Now that's where I can find some good quality, fresh content. It's way we don't think that ideas are static. Something that you think of, express, and then commit to the annals of history and move on from. No, ideas stay with you. They're dynamic, organic, and evolve as we evolve, as we gain new experiences, new thoughts, becoming more defined, more refined. So that's why we're revisiting the question of why plan in life, to share the evolutions in our thinking. We'll start by asking, what is a plan? Defining it more precisely as a combination of a direction and the steps you believe will get you there. We'll then attempt to demonstrate the value that personal planning can bring you by discussing the benefits of these two parts of planning. Of firstly, making goals explicit. We'll ask, what is a goal? What makes a good goal? And discuss how goals can insulate you against whims, against fluctuations in your feelings, motivations, motivations. And then second, we'll talk about the benefits of outlining the steps to achieve your goal. How planning bottles down to a choice, a matter of choosing between the most effective approach to meeting your goals or not. And on a deeper level, a question, a question of how badly do you want to become your best self? So we've got a lot in store for you today. I hope you enjoy. And I hope that you're ready for some fresh insights. Picture this, you're lying on your deathbed and reflecting on the course of your life. Would you want to be haunted by the ghosts of what you could have been? Or would you rather think, you know what? I made a good effort. You know, if you don't know where you're going, you may just end up someplace else, as Yogi Berra said. And the best remedy to that is a good plan. So what is a plan? So I would say in more general terms, a plan is a direction. So your target, where you want to go, what change of state, change of in your life or change of state of being that you want to achieve, direction and the steps that you intend to take to get you there. Mm-hmm. or using more precise vocabulary, which forms a part of our own planning system, which we call the way and we'll link to in the description. So give that a cheeky look. In more specific terms, it consists of a goal or perhaps a set of goals and then the steps you intend to take to achieve these goals, which we call sub-goals. And of course... If you look at our methodology, we also define things called actions, which are the immediate steps that you can take right now to achieve those sub-goals, to achieve Mm -hmm. those goals. Yeah, and 
the fact is that this sort of plan, which only has three parts, the goals, the circles, and the actions, it's not complicated. Everyone, after just a few minutes of practice, will be able to understand how to use it. But it truly does give so, so much value. But instead of just making this assertion, today we're going to be speaking a bit about what this value is, and thereby answering the question, why should you plan? Why should you plan in life? Because it doesn't immediately seem obvious that one should plan in life. After all, planning is an activity and every activity takes some energy, it takes some time, it takes some effort. So the sort of default answer to why do anything should be, well, give me a reason. Because if, if not given a good reason to do something, the default should be to not do it, to conserve energy, to invest that time, effort and energy somewhere else. So why plan? How would you break that question down? I would say I would break it down by talking about the benefits of making an explicit goal, mm -hmm. defining your goal. Yeah. And then secondly, the benefits of taking the next step in actually creating the plan. So taking that goal and breaking it down to the steps that you need to take to, well, achieve it. So starting with the first one, mm -hmm. why would you say making a goal explicit is so important? Well, before I do that, maybe just very quickly touch upon what is a goal? You know, we define the plan quickly and we're using this terminology of having a goal in the head of the plan, but just define a goal by saying what's the difference between a goal and just a desire or a dream that one might have? I would say that a goal is a desire that you combine with an intention. Because I think that the verb to set a goal is important because I don't think it can be used. I think that when you're talking about the notion of goal, it mm. should be accompanied with a verb because that's what differentiates it to a desire. Because when you sit down and set a goal, you're combining your desire to achieve something where so let's say that's some sort of change in your reality you don't like a specific current state of being um, perhaps you don't like i don't know uh, your current job mm -hmm. and you want to achieve an ideal state of being which is your ideal job mm -hmm. so it's about taking that desire but combining it with the intention of actually committing yourself to achieving it because you cannot set the dream you have a dream it's mm, something that just yeah. happens to you, but you set the goal, you put the agency into it and you decide, yes, I'm going to go after that. And then you create the plan to go after that. But to not rush ahead of ourselves, you asked me a question, why is it important to set a goal? And why is it important to explicitly set a goal in the first place as the guiding light of the plan that, uh, that you create? Now, partly the question is answered by what you just said in terms of you need to set a goal in order to feel that agency, to feel this sense of, I'm not just getting attacked by these dreams, these emotions, these sort of signals that from the inside tell me that my current state of being is not exactly how I would like to be living my life. Not just getting attacked by them, but combining that realization that you can change your state, you can improve it, and it could be improved with the intentionality of, I am going to improve it. Now, agency is a tricky thing philosophically because, you know, we... we trying to define what agency is, we get into the question of what an ego is, what a person, what a single person is, how it is separated from the rest of the universe and so on. But staying practical here and thinking about how we can use the model of agency 
that we normally have, that most people have, how we think about us and our ability to choose what we're doing. A goal is so important because it encapsulates a part of your agency. It takes this sort of primordial force that we all have inside of us, and it gives it a vessel through which to start creating change towards the positive. Because it's very many people intuitively feel that the state of being, the state that they are living in, whether it be internal in terms of their emotions or external in terms of their circumstances, is not actually exactly like they would like it to be. But without combining it with the decision, putting your agency into that realization and saying, I'm going to change that, you cannot really start expecting systematic change towards the positive, constant change towards the positive. And the goal is the vessel through which you can do that. And an explicit goal, what we mean by that, is a goal in which you use language, which is such a good way of encapsulating uh, our ideas and making things explicit. You use language to describe what this state of being that you are moving towards is. And you write it down so that you could see it clearly, that you will never forget it, that you can maybe give it to other people to see that can hold you accountable or just motivate you or give you tips, or in today's world, even to a machine that using stuff like our own way software can then take that goal of yours and help you create the plan from that and help you understand it better. But what is the difference between a high quality goal, a good goal and a bad goal? Because I can say, I want a house on top of a hill, or I can say, I want a house with four bedrooms in Spain on top of a hill 200 meters high, looking at the sea with modern furniture, designed in gothic style what's the difference like the second one feels better but why is that what's what's better about that and through that what in general makes a goal a good well-defined goal well i think well i mean you kind of direct yeah you kind of direct my answer by pointing to the second example of a goal being better i think it would be the adding of increase an increased amount of specificity Mm -hmm. because the whole point of setting a goal in the first place is to not only make the commitment to achieving, uh, to acting upon a desire, mm-hmm. but I think also it's about making that desire explicit so as to conceptualize it a bit more. Mm-hmm. Because the whole point of conceptualizing something, so in this case, a goal, making it more explicit, is so that you understand truly what it is that you want to believe. Mm -hmm. Because the problem is with making a goal very vague is that you'll be working towards something, you won't necessarily be quite sure what you're working towards. It's like, if you're like me, doing a bit of archery and doing the archery without my glasses, there'll be something blurry in the distance. But without making it more specific, without me putting my glasses on, I will be unable to see exactly what it is. And so that would naturally impact the way in which I go about achieving it. Because and, yeah, yeah. And I, I just like to clarify that the thing that we're blurring and unblurring here is this feeling of where you are, where you're aiming towards with your actions. And the blurry state is one where it is defined in feelings, defined in the subconscious of yeah. I am doing something approximately right that maybe makes me feel better, brings me closer to where I want to be. But the precise defined state is one where you use the power of the conscious mind and of the symbolism of language to explicitly define it in a way where not just other people can understand it, 
but you yourself through time, as we are changing people who are not constants in, yeah. in, in ourselves, are able to understand it as time goes on at another day, at another time, most importantly, in another mindset, a mind state, because, uh, yeah, often we have these feelings of, I'm about to do great things, and without writing it down and making it explicit, the next morning we're not tired, we throw it all away. Actually, that's quite, a, that's quite an interesting point. And just to add a bit more to that analogy, which I gave you of, you know, doing archery and seeing the target, making a goal explicit, as you said, ensures it against being subject to whims, mm-hmm. right? Because if you'd say, oh, I, uh, yeah, because if you define a goal in very vague terms, then I think it also, you're less accountable to it. Mm-hmm. Because if you're in a different move, you can almost gaslight yourself into yeah. thinking it's, defining it as something different so that you can get out of actually acting upon it. If we use the analogy, it would be like having different colored glasses, mm-hmm. right? So being able to define it so precisely that its shape doesn't change based upon the colors of the glasses, right? So that you always have a common point of reference and that it's much harder to lie to yourself as to what exactly it is. Because if you say you set a goal of, I want to be rich. And uh, I mean, it's just just very vague and it can mean different things on different days. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you understand, okay, why do I want to be rich? Maybe I want to achieve lifestyle X and model that as your goal. Mm -hmm. So I want to live in this country, in this type of house. Yeah then it's much more specific. You can hone on in it, in on it. And regardless of your mind state, you have a clear understanding of what the goal actually is. And so it just makes you more accountable. But I think most importantly, this is the whole point of why specificity is so important. Mm-hmm. It enables you to actually create a plan that helps you achieve, helps you move in a, in a better way. But I just like to add a bit of a caveat though, because while specificity is good, it's not an, it's, I, I wouldn't say it's an absolute good in that there will obviously come a point at which too much specificity makes, can harm you because it makes you inflexible. You must understand that. And you talked about this, right? Mm-hmm. The target which you're aiming at is moving. Not only is it moving, but you're moving. And so naturally, while you do want to add a bit of specificity to a goal, I think that if you're adding too much that A, it takes too long to write down or B, it ties you down to something that's could very easily, easily be changed. Making it difficult to stick to it yeah. uh, and making it almost unpleasant to stick to it because life's changing nature will inevitably happen and you will be forced to face a situation in which you'll either have to start changing a plan that is specified so precisely that it takes more effort than it is worth to actually go into it or to abandon your plan completely. So that is a position that you don't want to put yourself in. But before you can get into that position, you have to create the plan in the first place. So you have convinced me and we have convinced ourselves that... (laughs) Echo chamber, but right. (laughs) That a goal is something that one should set for them. So now why, why break that goal down into these sub steps, these sub goals, as we call them, why not just say, oh, I want this house uh, with this furniture, this expensive in this place, and just start, start going at it. Well, I think it's about asking yourself, 
how badly do you, you want to achieve this goal? I think it's about acting upon the intention, the commitment that you make to yourself when you're setting a goal in the first place. Because, and the reason why I frame it as a choice, creating a plan or not creating a plan is a choice between working towards achieving your goal in the most effective way you possibly can mm -hmm. or not. And so naturally, this which, whether you deem making a plan mm -hmm. and pursuing, uh, working to achieve your goal in the most effective means possible, and whether you deem that to be good is one of like, how much do you value your time? How much do you value life? Do you really want to achieve that goal and say all the other things that you can do? Because if you achieve a goal effectively, or at least if you create a plan, you're guarantee or you're more likely to be able to a achieve it but also be say say if you're able to achieve it more quickly you can then turn your attention to other areas of your life mm -hmm. which you perhaps have neglected so i think it all bottles down to whether you want to live your life to the fullest and whether you're also willing to kind of act upon that desire by pursuing what is the most effective course of action. And maybe you could just explain, because I don't think I've done enough to insulate this premise of why that is necessarily the creating a plan the way. most effective way. Yeah. I, I would say that the reason that creating a plan ensures the greatest amount of effectiveness and why specifically creating a plan in this way, where you set a goal and you break it down into its constituents, so goals, the smaller things that you can achieve that eventually lead you after that goal, the reason why this way of planning is so effective is that you are actually already doing it all the time. Whether it's explicit or not explicit is, as you said, the difference between whether it's as effective as it could be or not. Every person constantly, when we take action in our lives, we are doing it subconsciously towards some purpose. Let's take a very simple example of cooking a meal in the evening. Our ultimate goal there, okay, well, our ultimate goal is to survive. <laughs> a sub goal of that is to eat, to stay well, well fed, to get the nutrients that we need. Now, you, because you are trying to achieve that sub goal, you say to yourself, okay, I need to, in order to be well fed tonight, I need to go to the store, buy the, these ingredients. I need to, and a very important part, point here, you are defining the plan yourself. You could meet this objective in another way. But you're saying my way of meeting this objective, my way of breaking this goal down into sub goals is to go into the supermarket, to buy the necessary ingredients, to cook the macaroni, to uh, boil the potatoes, etc, etc, to put it all together in a plate and then to eat it. You break it down implicitly, subconsciously into this part. And now this is a simple example. We are not telling you that you need to go and use a software or pen or paper or whatever to break this down for yourself. We would, if this is something that you don't really need to think about, we would consider it one action that you do as a part of your bigger plan. But the thing is that this same principle applies to everything. And now while going to the supermarket and cooking yourself a nice, nice dinner is something that you really do not need to explicitly define as any sort of structured plan, your whole life and your goals in terms of tens, tens of years, decades, 20 years, 30 years, where you want to be when you retire, that is something that is too complex and too, too long lasting to simply hold in your head and be as effective as possible uh, doing that. Because there are multiple problems to that. 
Problem number one is that our minds are not that good at visualizing complex structures. Uh, and a plan, Fair. a, a long-term plan is a very complex structure. It has a big goal of wanting this type of life in a long time. And it breaks down into many smaller parts of what you have to do today in order to move closer to that. That is very hard to always keep with you. But in order to take focused action every day and every moment of every day, you need to always know how your, what you're doing right now is moving you closer to that goal. So you need to have constantly, if you don't write it down somewhere, and if you don't use something like Array software that allows you to look at that action knowing that it is somewhere else in an external system taking care of the connection between that action and how it helps you reach your goal. If you don't have that, you have to constantly keep the big structure in your head. And ultimately, it's just an inefficient way to do things. You want to be focused on getting that action done. You want to be focused on making real change, not always worrying about, oh, wait, how did this exactly help me? And this state of continuous anxiety is what a lot of people live in. And now that is one problem with not having the explicitly defined plan and not breaking it down into sub-goals, but another problem is simply that if you don't do this, you will never really know what, what the best, you, you cannot systematically know and update your beliefs about what the best way to reach your goals are. Because the reality is that no, none of us know at any given moment the optimal way of doing things. And this is also an important thing to realize about planning. Your plan is not supposed to be the holy grail, the ultimate source of objective truth of what you're going to do for the rest of your life. So it's organic. It's organic. It's your current best understanding of where to go at the level of specificity that you deem to be optimal for yourself that helps you. Because ultimately, it's all about going where you want to go. The plan is a tool towards that. But if you don't create the plan at all, it is just extremely, extremely unlikely that you're be, you will be able to look back at what you thought that you were supposed to do in the past and combine it with the new information that you have now about the world, because we're all constantly learning and just yeah, the world yeah. is changing. And then to make that change in a systematic way to say, okay, before I thought I was going to do this because of these assumptions and these reasons, now I have this new information. Now I can update my plan in this way. But the point is, if you don't put that plan there in the first place, you can't use all the helpers, whether it be other people, who can now look at what you're trying to achieve and give you advice, whether it be software and the AIs in that software, like in our own way software, or yourself looking at it with a fresh perspective. None of these helpers can be used to help you move towards your uh, goals in, in an optimal way because you haven't put that seed there to, to build upon in the first place. So why, why plan? Well, I think just to summarize the whole episode, the point of planning is being able to do that which you would otherwise do subconsciously, consciously, so that you're able to maximize or at least achieve what you're working towards in the best way possible. But I don't just think it's about achieving your goals in the best way possible, but also being able to maximize your agency by being able to reflect on your goals in the first place. Because if you don't make your goals explicit, then most likely you'll be subconsciously working towards something which society has been telling you is something to work towards. Or your employer, someone else just has given, given the path to you. 
but we don't we don't want to live our life according to someone else's terms. Yeah. We want to live our life our way. Our way. <laughs> All right. That's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to check out our social media pages and website, links in the description, for more on how you can live your life your way. Also, if you thought that you gained something from this episode, whether it be a small insight or transcendental, reality-shaping piece of enlightenment, then feel free to share this episode with your friends, family, whoever it may be, for there is no better gift than that of a good idea. Thank you very much, and I'll see you next week.